the whole the whole purpose of putting out content is to attract people. So you have to remember that after you attract people, then you need to nurture them. That is where that conversion is going to come in. You're listening to the Branding Gems podcast. A podcast that is not just interviews and conversations. It's to bring you guys the best of the best women in branding and business to answer this question. What are your top three valuable tips and lessons that you learned along the way? And then we discuss it. To feel your passion-filled lifestyle business, I promise to bring you the best of the best women in branding and business. And together, we can grow and learn from the extracted advice that they provide. I'm Peggy Bree, and let's get growing. Hi guys, before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that if you haven't already, please follow this podcast on Spotify and rate it on Apple. That would be greatly appreciated. Again, I really want to lift up more and more voices from different women around the world and to really support them in what they do. And I would appreciate your support in this podcast in doing so. So thank you so much and you're in for a sweet treat my goodness this guest is amazing so stay tuned hey welcome back to another episode of branding gems i'm so excited to be growing this all together with you because i cannot do this on my own my hope is to share each other's advice and to collect all these best advice together and see how far we can do this Today, we have a very knowledgeable guest to share her advice to help you get better at what you do. Wave Wild is a personal brand coach and TikTok marketing expert. She works with entrepreneurs to create a memorable personal brand so that they can feel confident and attract dream clients. Wave is passionate about organic social media marketing, entrepreneurship, and TikTok. She built a following of over 100,000 in six months, and now she shares her knowledge with others so that they can grow their personal brand and monetize their accounts. Welcome to this podcast, Wave. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's amazing to see how much you've grown since the last time we connected and talked and that you found so much tips and tricks in this large scape of a internet and TikTok world. Yes, um, I actually did do a bit of a, a quick pivot um, when COVID began because of because uh, of the nature of my business before, which was photography. And um, it just made sense to, for me to get onto TikTok because I was already teaching organic social media strategy to my personal brand clients. And I just saw so much potential there for to use it as a social media marketing tool, just like you would use Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest or whatever it is. I love that you're able to find this platform to better suit the way that you wanted to continue with your business and your brand and that in that you were able to grow so much in it and thrive so much. Thank you. Yeah, I have um, totally become obsessed with it. And um, yeah, it's such a such mm-hmm. a big part of my business now. Yes. So let's dive right in. What are your top three tips on branding and business? And let's start with number one. Yeah. So number one is just a reminder that marketing is not just posting on social media. 
so I do, right. I did mention that I do teach organic social media strategy to my personal brand clients. So it's easy for me to forget that marketing is more than just posting on social media, right? So remember that your marketing plan can include other things too, like speaking gigs, you know, whether that is online summits or conferences or podcasts, uh, other things like PR and media exposure, that's TV, radio, print, and then collaborations, right? I'm so, so big on collaborating with other people. Um, and then of course you have things like paid ads and social media as we've discussed, but you know, I can just talk about collaborations a little bit more. I have a few tips there, but I like to think of it as an energy exchange, right? So you want to find people who share the same audience as you and build a relationship. And so there's multiple ways that you can collaborate with people. You know, you know, we have seen a lot of like the shouting each other out on Instagram, but there's so much more than that. You can collaborate with doing uh, giveaways. Uh, you can speak in each other's Facebook groups. You can promo each other in each other's email lists or even clubhouse events. I'm all about clubhouse now as well. Uh, it's gotten really popular in the last few weeks. And it is so, so big for collaborations and networking. So there's really endless ideas that you can come up with and get really creative with. So just overall remembering that, again, posting on social media is not always enough visibility for you um, or where you are in your, your business or your brand. Uh, so there are other ways to gain visibility too. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I love that you're all about organically building your audience in that way and that in doing so, you have a loyal audience for your brand and business and actually so when it comes to you know all these like speaking gigs and podcasting and collaborations and such which one do you think has contributed the most to your brand's visibility I would say collaborations is definitely the one that's most underused and people don't think about and you know, maybe it's because people are not over that, um, they feel like it's competition or that mindset, but really it is, you know, community over competition, right? That's what we say, community over competition. There's so much power to expand your audience through someone else's network. And like I said, thinking of it as an energy exchange. Uh, so this is why I recommend if you are not on Clubhouse and you are a business owner, an entrepreneur, you should get on Clubhouse right now. It's amazing, amazing app for those the possibilities of collaborating. There are many six, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs on the app right now who are hosting rooms and giving value so much value for free. And you can learn so much and you have the opportunity to engage with these people one on one. Uh, So we know Clubhouse is all just, um, it's audio through chat rooms. And so while you're in someone's event or they're speaking, you can raise your hand and you can uh, request to speak to that person one-on-one and ask your question or whatever that may be, which gives you amazing potential and possibility to connect with someone and to start building that relationship. Mm -hmm, That's awesome. So do you have any collaborations and instances that has happened within Clubhouse that has helped with your brand's visibility the most? So recently, I saw some other what they're called clubhouses who were hosting uh, TikTok 
kind of talks, uh, like how to grow on TikTok sort of thing. Uh, so what I did was I just sent a DM to the person hosting that room. And now that person does have a much larger following me than me. They are an entertainment account. They're an entertainer a public figure, uh, and they have over a million followers. So it was a little bit intimidating to reach out to them. But I did and just said, you know, I would really be interested in, in you know, speaking on your panel and participating. Uh, you know, I'd love to af- offer some value and share my knowledge. And so, yeah, I went to the event and raised my hand and they welcomed me in and invited me as a panel member. And I got to start building my relationship with this other large content creator. You know, we can collaborate with each other, which I think is really, really important for me also to get recognized as a larger content creator too, and be recognized by these other larger content creators. Oh, I love that. That's exciting. So when it comes to reaching out to people without sounding so salesy in that and that you only you genuinely want to be in relationship with them, what is your best approach in doing so? I would, you know, be really clear on what your intentions are and how you want to you want to come from a place of serving and helping. It's not about, you know, the opportunity to promote yourself. <sighs> So I would say the tip is to share what, um, what you can bring to the table, what you can help with, and why is that of value? Yeah, no, that's so true. It's really important that you're not just taking and from the other person that, but you're also sharing each other's values and what you guys can put out in the world together. Because that really is what collaborating is. It's, it's really to help each other grow in that way. There's no competition in that. It's to help each other grow, to see how far you guys can help each other grow. And like, that's, that's like one of the realest relationship that is so important that people forget about. So I love that. Exactly, exactly. And you, I mean, you definitely want to align with people who have those similar values. Oh, 100%. It's true, because the ones that align with the same values as you and are on the same page, like you'll end up seeing each other more in different spaces and platforms. And the community just grows and grows and the relationships within it grows and grows. So it is so true. Exactly. Okay. What is your second tip in branding and business? Mm -hmm. Tip number two is a personal brand tip. Uh, So when you are marketing in the online space, a part of building your personal brand is sharing your story. And that is so, so important, right? It's what makes you you. It's what helps you stand out from others in your area of expertise. But I think that you know, the thing most people forget is that you want to share a story that relates to your ideal client's pain points. So we all have many, many stories, but we don't need to tell all of them, especially if they don't relate, you know, to your services or your offers. So for example, I spent four years backpacking around the world when I was in my 20s, but I don't actually talk about it a lot. Not a lot of people know that about me because It's not a part of my core messages, and it doesn't really have a lot to do with what my ideal client struggles with. Maybe I could get really creative and think about a certain situation or something, but 
really your ideal client needs to feel understood by you. They need to know who that you have overcome something related to what they need help with. When I work with clients, right, I try to keep these brand stories to three, three core stories or, or messages. One of them is usually an origin story. So that's, you know, how they got where they are today. And then two others are, you know, related to what you offer and what you help with. And that all three of them should be related to your ideal audience, right? You want to be creating commonalities with your ideal client and you want to be relating to those pain points. Mm-hmm. Feel free to share a pain point that your brand's core value covers. Yeah, so I can share one in my previous business, which was personal brand photography. So a lot of the women I have photographed over the years uh, don't feel comfortable on camera. That's a very common pain point. They don't know what to do with their bodies. They feel very awkward. Um, So I would talk about my journey, my struggles um, and challenges with low self-esteem when I was younger and how I became more confident on camera. That was, you know, my main story to help people realize that I can help them feel more comfortable in front of the camera, that it's it's not that hard. I'm going to be there with them you know, to make them feel amazing, it's going to be fun experience, and that they're just going to love every minute of it, because I'm going to help them bring out their inner supermodel. And we all have one, it's all in there deep down inside. Um, But I will help you bring that on your photo shoot day. Mm -hmm. I love that. No, I absolutely love that. Because it's that even if it's just like a small vulnerability to your story, but it really is true to you. And and it really shows that you understand what that pain point really is, not just shouting a pain point in itself, but you really are connecting with the client and that you're really sharing that type of bond and relationship. And that in that you'll be able to help them with, with the service that you do, which is photography, which was photography. Exactly. Love that. So, when it comes to somebody who perhaps have so many different topics of interest, how would you fit that all into your brand and narrow it down in that way? Yeah. So, as I mentioned, I try to keep the brand stories to three three core stories or messages, and you would share these on a fairly regular basis uh, so that you you kind of become known for that. So it is okay, you know, once in a while to do, you know, like five fun facts about me and maybe talk about, you know, what your favorite book is or, you know, what you, what TV Netflix show you're obsessed with or something like that. But in general, you want to be really consistent with telling these three core stories. So that is what you become known for. So I don't, um, an example I will give you from another entrepreneur uh, that I noticed who did this was Jenna Kutcher. So she also was a photographer back in the day. It's not um, something that she offers now, but she would consistently tell the story about how she got started as a photographer um, and how she felt imposter syndrome because she didn't take any formal training and she bought this camera off of Craigslist for $300. And she told this story multiple times I would see it in her Instagram feed that type of thing you know and but she would tell it a little bit differently every time so it's not the exact same wording right great marketers know how to say the same thing hundreds of different ways and she that's how like people would 
identify like how she would attract other female entrepreneurs, right? Is that, you know, just go out and do it, right? You can do go for your dreams, don't let anything hold you back that type of that's the overall message of her story. And that's kind of like, oh, yeah, she's that girl who bought that $300 camera on Craigslist. She did it. Look where how amazing she is. I can do it too kind of thing. So that's what I mean by staying consistent with your three core stories. I love that. I love that even as the brand or business evolves, that core story and message will never change because it's it's authentic, it's real, and that it has happened. So even if your brand is evolving and your business is evolving, you're still going to always have that story because it was it was, it was the truth. It was real. And it will only keep being that way and continuing because it's a part of it, right? So yeah, that. exactly. So what would you say is your final tip? Yeah. So my final tip is to get good at creating content that converts or, or hire someone to do it. But usually when we're starting out our businesses, you know, that's not something we typically outsource, right? And so much of your marketing efforts is going to be, you know, what we call content marketing, putting out content on various platforms to attract an audience to us. And there's many different types of content, right? You know, there's infographics, videos, audio, podcasts, photos, articles, ebooks, like it's, it's endless, the different types of content. So it's really good to get good at creating content, like I said, that converts because I see people who put out so much content, but then, you know, I wonder, is it, is it converting for them? Like, are they getting a return on that investment, spending all that time? So I, you know, I feel like, you know, going into business is kind of like becoming a content creator, you know, we receive thousands, millions of messages a day. And content creation skills are not something that we learn in school. Uh, And I especially see this on TikTok. People have no idea how to make a piece of content that hooks viewers in and has a message, right? And the hook is becoming more crucial than ever. You have to grab attention in the first three seconds of your Instagram post, your TikTok, your blog, uh, whatever it is. So You've got to practice coming up with good hooks. And some of the, you know, the basics that have helped me with content creation skills is learning um, copywriting, copywriting tips and skills. That is so huge because it's words that generally do attract people. And then, you know, using tools like we all know how great Canva is to save time. You know, the other thing is that the beauty is that everything can be done on our phones now. It doesn't you know, your content doesn't need to be like super polished or overproduced anymore. Um, I mean, if you want to be editing, you know, in Final Cut or Adobe Premiere, you can for sure, if that's your jam. But you know, you can do things you can just film and edit on your phone too. So really learning also those basics of video editing, how to use those video editing apps and tools, tricks of video editing, and like the basic rules of photography are going to help if you're creating your own photos. So that will overall just really help to improve your content. Mm-hmm. So specifically for TikTok, how does one use a hook in that content on its platform? Yeah, well, specifically for TikTok, I say that there are four different hooks. You have, um, you have like text hooks. Uh, so that's like in copy. You have uh, dynamic movement. So that is when 
you know, there's the subject is moving in the first three seconds. Then you have camera movement. That's when the camera like zooming in or zooming out on something in the first three seconds. You can use a verbal hook. So a verbal example of a verbal hook is like a a countdown. So if someone's saying three, two, one, that is going to be like, whoa, what's going on? Something's going to happen. Yeah, I love that. It's so interesting because like even if you're using photography to hook people in, it's really like that first initial, I would say maybe 10 seconds that really draws people in. So it needs to be something that is captivating that first impression. So the rules that apply that for TikTok, you know, having that text hook, the dynamic movement, camera movement, those are all such great tactics for capturing one's first impression to to go in. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you also, before you post content, you, you want to, you know, answer a few questions like, does this piece of content add value? Is it in alignment with my brand? you know, does it help me stand out? Or is it just kind of repeating what everybody else is doing? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what is your biggest tip in standing out if it's in similar niches to what everyone else is doing? Well, that's where you have to really, really find your own voice and, you know, finding your own voice and what helps you stand out from everyone else. You know, I also really want to say that short form video content is super popular. Like every social media app in 2020 incorporated, you know, into their apps, YouTube incorporated shorts, Instagram has reels, Twitter came up with fleets, like short form video is dominating. We know how popular TikTok is. So if that is not something that you are doing in your marketing, you got to start making short form video content. It is it's the future of marketing. It's easy to consume. It can be entertaining and educational. It showcases your personality. It helps to immediately build trust. And it's easy to hook people in doing short form video. So that can be one way that you stand out from other people is still using short form video, but the way that you can hook people. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's so true. So when it comes to converting people through these videos or through content what is your top tip in doing that the whole the whole purpose of putting out content is to attract people so you have to remember that after you attract people then you need to nurture them so that is where that conversion is going to come in so nurturing them by engaging inviting them inviting them to wherever you can continue to nurture them if you have a Facebook group or to sign up for your email newsletter by using your lead magnet so to anywhere where you can continue to nurture and build that relationship that is where I find more of that conversion takes place so I mean I can think of specific examples where I've done that (laughs) but like a big part of my TikTok is driving people to my Facebook group. Uh, so I have made TikToks about that, uh, about, you know, teasing my lead magnet and what the benefits are of, of that lead magnet. And by doing that in a really fun and entertaining way and that I grabbed attention, I've been able to encourage people to sign up for my lead magnet and into my Facebook group which I've grown to, I think, about 1,700 on my email list. 
uh, in six months and a 1600 in the Facebook group, which is an amazing community. And I love it in there. Lots of great people. I love that. So for community groups, especially for Facebook, how would one maintain it so that it becomes continual and ongoing with an appropriate value for the person to stay and be in? Yeah. When it comes to a Facebook group, yeah, you have to think about, you know, what is the value that they're going to get from joining there? Um, so, yeah. You should specifically be thinking about those goals when you build your Facebook group. Uh, so for myself, it's community. It's like a support group because a lot of people on TikTok get overwhelmed or, or frustrated. It, it, there is a bit of a learning curve on TikTok. So I do offer a free course in there on how to use the platform. And so there's value there. And then I also go live in my Facebook group too, um, for Q and A's and account reviews. So lots and lots of value where I can continue to nurture, uh, and build those relationships. That's so good. There's so many ways to nurture people <laughs> once you, you know, once you track them in and, 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 with these like magnets, so to speak. So it's so cool that there's so many different ways that one can really harvest that relationship with each other and, and provide value for that. And, and, and that's, that's so amazing. Mm -hmm. So out of everything that you do, which is like marketing, TikTok and such, what is the underlining passion for all of that? I would say it's still organic social media marketing, but you know, I'm, I'm so big on TikTok because it has the most organic reach out of any other platform right now. Uh, there are, I will admit, sometimes when it feels like we're losing it, but if you compare it to other platforms, it doesn't, nobody else can beat TikTok. In its reach and the amount of exposure you can get, the amount of eyeballs you can get on your content and how fast you can build a following. And like, it's so powerful. I have seen it change lives. Mm -hmm. It is such a powerful tool and platform. So actually, as a bonus for this episode, what is your advice for people who are new users looking to get into TikTok and mm -hmm. for people who are just struggling with that growth and they don't see any growth and they're in this sort of plateau of no growth. Yeah, for sure. The first thing you want to do when you get on TikTok is research. Not enough people do this. Research, spend some time consuming content. Find and see if your competition is on TikTok. You can do this the same way as Instagram by like searching hashtags and then go study their content and learn how are they creating content that is getting views and likes? How are they growing their page? So what I mean by that is pay attention to how long their videos are. What hashtags are they using? What sounds are they using? What are the things that they are saying that is communicating a message? What is working for them and what's not working for them? Those are just a few of the things that you can pay attention to to help you learn how you can improve your own content. And then you want to brainstorm and think about, okay, so what can I share? Um, how can 
use that for inspiration. You don't, you know, want to copy anybody else's content word for word, but use that as inspiration. And what can you share? How can you put your own unique spin on it? How can you um, add to it, improve it, make it better? make it more fun, more entertaining? Can you add a, a trending effect to it? Um, can you add more information to it? That type of thing. So spend the time doing that. It's really, really worth it. and going to improve the type of content that you put out so that you can grow, start to build a following there. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It really is such a, they, I think they love new users the most, which I sometimes wonder if it's because they want to attract new users to their platform, but who knows? That's the beauty of TikTok. So for people who are stuck in that mindset of not knowing what to do next, when they reach that plateau, what are some of the advice that you have for them so that they don't feel so stuck? Okay, if you have plateaued or you're stuck, you need to do a deep dive into your analytics. (laughs) I know people don't always like to get into the numbers or do the math or that type of thing. But your analytics are going to tell you so, so much. What content is performing? Um, Why is it performing? What content is not performing? Why? You can tell by looking at your watch time, by looking at the amount of engagement you could get, by looking at... um, you know, what time are things doing better? Was it, you know, a trending sound or effect that you were using that made it popular? Why did this video go viral or why not? Uh, And then, you know, so that's what's going to give you some information. And then you have to experiment, you know, it's, I love, you know, the app is just really built around content and how people engage with it. Uh, So, It really comes down to improving, finding a way to improve your content. Maybe you just need to switch things up a little bit. Um, Those are things that are going to help get you unstuck. Love that. I love that it's always going to be about growth, that even when you have moments to pause, there are so, so many ways to grow from that. And in those moments to pause, to look back at what worked before and looking at those analytics will really help propel you to keep moving forward. And that's, that's such a good reminder. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, thank you so much for being a guest. I'm really excited to have you here. And, and it, you dropped such amazing tips that are so practical. And not only that, but instead of just saying content, you list out all the different types of content that one can do. So I love how detailed and breaking it down you are. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. So and what's next for you? What is going on in? Mm-hmm. So I have some courses launching uh, at the end of the month. So you can check out my website for that. It's just uh, www.wavewildmyname.com. Uh, so I am really, really focusing on building a brand on TikTok. I think that it is so key. It is so important uh, because there is a lot of competition for attention there that you build a personal brand on your TikTok, you know, or your business brand, but so that you can stand out because uh, you, that is the secret. That really is the secret to TikTok. So that is what that course focuses on. Uh, and then, you know, we'll be launching group coaching in the spring. Yeah. So, you know, you can continue to just join me on TikTok or Instagram, my name, Wave Wild, and yeah, get into the Facebook group. 
because there's we have a lot of fun in there. It's a very active group. I'm in there a lot answering questions. Uh, like I said, there's the free course and uh, doing Q&As and account reviews. We have lots of contests as well. Exciting! No, everyone yeah. definitely go check out Wave. She's amazing. She is. She really is so knowledgeable. Even in this short time on this podcast, she just is a knowledgeable person. So whatever, wherever you find her in these other platforms, you know that you're gonna get as knowledge as you got in this podcast, but more. So that's exciting. Thank you. And thank you so much for being on as a guest again and your top three advice for our mates. And then we'll sign off. Last note, if you guys got anything out of this and any of the tips that was shared here, make sure to screenshot it and tag me at Peggy Bree and Blank Room Design. I'll be sure to reshare you. And also tag Wave because she's amazing. So tag her at Wave Wild. And I appreciate you guys. So thank you again. And I'll talk to you soon.